0: This podcast is rated right off real Exclusive fucking content. Welcome everyone to episode 107 of the Basement Bookers Podcast. And you know it's that time of the week that you've all been waiting for. Because your boy Basement Jer is back in the house And of course, he doesn't go anywhere without his bro from another mo, Rich the Riz, fresh from an upper respiratory infection, back here, can't stop, won't stop, podcasting here. How are you, my brother? Better than I was in the middle of the week, thankfully. The z pack the Chris Amon special worked. Dr. Amon, I didn't have Dr. Amon, I had Dr. Hellman. Not from the Mayo Clinic. Ironically, but Dr. Hellman got me Z-Pack. Got me on my way. You know, I really didn't think that the Mayo Clinic was a thing. I thought it was like some sort of place where they took their time, the scientists, to make the best batch of mayonnaise possible for human consumption. No, no, that's not the Mayo Clinic. Brock got diagnosed at the Mayo Clinic. That's or, right. Or in Canada, and he had surgery in the Mayo Clinic? I don't remember exactly. No, I think no, I think he got diagnosed at the Mayo Clinic, and then went to Canada for surgery. Are you going to use that as a segue to one of your news items? The cough? No. band. you have the no. news about uh, Sonny? I got plenty of news. Yeah, Sonny has been released from the hospital after suffering from, quote, infectious colitis and diverticulitis. Like Brock. Like Brock, which it's interesting, so... It's, not, it's another uh, disease you really shouldn't be making fun of or faking that you have, so you are saying that she allegedly uh, may be telling a half truth or non truth uh-huh. a lie cake fancer bro cake fancer, okay, well, I'm not a doctor, nor am I. I wasn't going anywhere with that really. <laughs> Speaking of, actually our biggest, our, really our biggest headline this week, I feel, was uh, Neville's broken ankle on Raw. That's right, he's going to miss WrestleMania. Definitely. But he's not going to need surgery. Yeah, according to Dr. Amen, quote, he will be treated non-operatively with a cast and crutches. The estimated return for this type of fracture is usually two to three months. Oh, so there's going to be one less person in that multi-man intercontinental title match for WrestleMania, I guess. Yeah, that or the Andre the Giant blah 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 brother. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, brother. 30 man over the top. That's war. right. Battle we're Royal, brother. Battle. Fuck. <laughs> Whatever clusterfuck they decide to call it. Um. Or Flusternuck. Yeah, if you want to be PG. Which we're not. Flusternuck. I can't even. You can't say Flusternuck? No, I don't. No. Doesn't compute. Um, hashtag Flusternuck. Hashtag Flusternuck. I imagine that would be F-L-U-S-T-E-R-N-U-C-K. Yes, that's right. That's how I had it envisioned in my mind. Hashtag Fluster Duck. There you go. For those of you that watch WWE Cockblock, aka Roadblock, that is they're trying to tell you it's actually called. Uh you notice Bray didn't do anything. Yeah, I hear he's got back troubles. Uh apparently, according to Dave Meltzer, his back is in really bad shape. Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer. Mm-hmm. And interesting to note, Bray is not yet penciled in for WrestleMania. This is an odd WrestleMania this year. WrestleMania, more like injury mania. Everyone's hurt. Well, everybody does hurt. Everybody hurts. I'm not editing it to put this in. So I'm not putting that song in. I know. <laughs> Just, you guys are going to have to... With Rich DeRiz's rendition of said song. Yeah, it's an old... Uh, Sort of inside joke that people listen to that song sitting in their bed with fucking candles on, slit their wrists as they listen to it. Or they're cradling a toaster in yeah. their arms. Yeah. There's like, many different ways. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do. I mean, the candles and the slit wrists is. Yeah, that's the thing with with, with tears. Of, yeah, it's definitely a cliche. Writing poetry. Fucking uh, <clears throat> listening to. Tori Amos songs. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that we're definitely thinking of the same person. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dan Engler. Yeah, Dan Engler, the referee, had to get 13 stitches and 3 sutures when Triple H threw an equipment case at him. Not really at him, but he threw it, and it kind of landed on his leg a little bit. Wow. Well, if... This ain't ballet. Indeed. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I was... I, as you know, I have received very late the WWE 2K16 game for yes. PlayStation 4. Yes. And they have the showcase uh, mode, which three Austin Three Sixteen. You like you follow his you, his career and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in the first four matches alone, I've played in that so much ref abuse. I miss all of that. Well, I was watching you play before your own character. And you're in the feud with The Rock. And two, maybe three matches started with a ref bump. Yeah. But not even that. Do you remember when Stone Cold Steve Austin and HBK were tag team champions? Mm Mm-hmm. And they they had a match. And uh, a ref was trying to count or something. Or he wasn't counting fast enough. And, like, Austin stunned him. And another ref came in to try to do the rest of the count. And HBK kicked him in the face. It was like so much wrestling abuse. It sounds familiar, I just don't don't specifically remember it. Yeah, uh, I think it's so much fun if you want to remember the simpler, yet more fun times. Not to sound like one of those back in my day guys, but man, I, I don't remember having that much fun watching wrestling. Well, it's called the golden era for a reason. Injuries, injuries, injuries. WWE announced Cesaro's return date is April 15th. Cesaro himself has publicly stated pretty conspicuously that he will not be ready for WrestleMania on April 3rd. I think these bookers call bullshit. I bet that he's a secret entrant in the Andre the Giant 30 man over the top rope Battle Royal, brother. Memorial. Memorial (laughs) Battle Royal, brother. And... Eddie's he's going to win it again. it will be the first two-time winner. Yeah. First and third. I got to tell you, whoever does win that match, mm-hmm. can that mean something aside from, here's a statue for two weeks, and we're never going to hear from it ever again? it would be you, nice. Uh, yeah. Like King of the Ring? Yeah. King, someone called Barrett King of Nothing, because what does he do with his King of the Ring title? I don't think he's... Is he even King Barrett anymore? He's just Wayne Barrett now, right? No, he's... Well, he's still King Barrett. I don't think they necessarily call him that, but there hasn't been a new King in the Ring tournament, so he is still the King. There's only one King in wrestling, and his name is Jerry the King Lawler. The only person who's able to make that gimmick work. Mm. You um, gave me an interesting tidbit before about him dying and coming back. I did. There's an interesting bit of information that we can talk about if you want. Well, <clears throat> I don't normally like to talk about other podcasts on the podcast, hmm. but I do recommend this Basement chairs Listed of the Week, uh, Jerry Lawler on Talk is Jericho, uh, obviously Chris Jericho's podcast. Talk is Jericho? No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, he wants to get sued? No, it's it's hyping. It's promoting him. Yeah. So he was on the podcast and he talked about. Uh, by the way, uh, there's a lot more things to listen to than this tidbit here. And this is about uh, that that faithful raw when uh, uh, Ziggler kind of killed the king mm-hmm. with those uh, elbows. Uh, he, he didn't have a heart attack. He said it was cardiac arrest. And what that is, is, like, the heart is, like, super stressed out. And I guess, you mentioned it before, uh, the repeated uh, shots elbows. to the, the elbows, to the mm-hmm. chest, it kind of, like, moved it a little bit or something like that. Um, mm. I, I'm not a doctor. But uh, the point is, like, after uh, he, after the match or whatever, he, was, he, he didn't feel anything. He was fine. Mm-hmm. He went to go sit. He did his duties. And if you remember, the match where... It happened, it was Kane doing something with somebody. It was, it was like a six-man or eight-man tag. Yeah. I remember um, primetime players were involved in that match. Right. So, Kane says he remembers He remembers seeing Kane and then waking up in the hospital attached to a respirator and had to be told that he had cardiac arrest. And he mentioned that the doctor told him only 7 in 1,000 survive a cardiac arrest and it was people that were in a hospital when it happened the fact that it happened to him in the arena mm-hmm. and they were able to he was shocked like seven times he said <coughs> he had like burn marks from them using the, the mm-hmm. paddles on him Yeah, but he there was no white light there was just and it just happened. Like he didn't. He he said he heard things. Like uh, he heard people talk about like a tightness in the chest and your shoulders that happens before it happens. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing. It just happened. Mm-hmm. So I want you to think about this for a second, basement Booker universe. Just think about this. Anything can happen at any time in life. Mm-hmm. That's what the message at the end of the podcast is about. It's not just a catchphrase, right? It's a way it's, of life. It, it is a way of life. It, it should be a way of life. Mm-hmm. You're only going to get one fall, so you've got to make it count. Mm-hmm. as far as we know, this is the only life we have to live. Have fun, do your best at everything. Don't be a dick. That's it That's pretty much it. you mm-hmm. know, as long as you're not hurting anyone, mm-hmm. go nuts. And whatever you are doing, make the most of it because it's what you're doing. There you go. Not everybody's going to be a millionaire or an Instagram celebrity or whatever the hell that is, mm-hmm. but... Jen Seltzer. <laughs> that's one of them. Just 110%, man. And I heard the saying, if you're doing something you love, you never work a day in your life. That's right. And that's true, too. Mm-hmm. So Look at us. We're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. You know, I, I've received criticisms, you have too, about uh, audio quality and uh, edits or whatever. But the content, it comes from a good place. Mm-hmm. It's just us hanging out with you guys and you guys hanging out with us. Yeah, this is shit we'd say if we weren't recording. That's right. So, I don't know how I got into this. Start talking about Lawler and you got into the message. I know, what I'm saying is Mm -hmm. I I went deeper than I should have. Oh, okay. But I regret nothing. Yeah. Because I think it's a good idea to to just get that out there. And also, it's good to hear that again to yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because, man, this is... First of all, I'm not even going to mention how the universe is endless. Mm -hmm. Oops. (laughs) But back to the news. Back to the news. Ah... after hearing about Nash doni- donating his brain and spine to the CTE, which is... Oh, this is great. Chris Stowinski's thing. Jeff Hardy, Hardy was inspired to do the same. That's going to be some interesting shit. Also, Mick Foley and RVD added that names to the list. Out of those three, mm-hmm. I'm going to say one of those brains are going to resemble Swiss cheese. Yeah, that would be one, Mr., uh... Jeffrey Nero Hardy. Very good. And I can't believe that's his actual middle name. Emperor Nero, it's a Roman emperor who was fucking nuts. I doubt that the people that named him knew that. Maybe. Well, who knows? He might have given it to himself. Yeah, maybe. That doesn't sound like a, <clears throat> a North or South Carolina person's type of middle name. Maybe. I don't know. Who am I to judge? I love all the Carolinas. All two of them. There are two. I knew one in um, high school. She was Polish. Oh, she lives in Spain now. It's weird. Spain is a very nice place. Like their laws, they're not. People aren't pricks over there, from mm. what I hear. That's good. Don't be a prick. Don't be a dick. God, exactly, <laughs> man. It's so easy. That's all it is. Except, Except in jest. If it's in a, if it's coming from a good place. Yeah. That is different, right? Good heckles are good every now and then. We spoke about Jerry Lawler, Mario. According to him, there's the possibility of having two announced teams for WrestleMania, which allow Moro and King to get to get on there. Moro, hashtag more Moro. Quit playing games with my heart. All right. This this is monumental news. After me having I have having returned to SmackDown yesterday with no DVR conflicts. And enjoying Maronalo. By the way, uh, one little little smidgen of irritation with this week's SmackDown broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh mentioned a name of one of AJ Styles' moves. Right, I don't remember the name of the move. Something Japanese. Yes, and I don't know if Waller was being funny or if he really couldn't say it, but. He just downplayed it. He he downright insulted Japanese people. I don't know if he was he didn't intentionally do it. He didn't intentionally be insulting. He was trying to be. ha, uh, I'm ignorant. It's funny. Yeah, kind of right. Yeah, I, I think with Lawler, everything comes from a good place because mm-hmm. uh, he's. If you if you do you know your wrestling history, you know Kamala. Mm-hmm. The, He's responsible for him, so he, he worked with The Rock mm-hmm. before he came up. Undertaker, Hogan, Beefcake—it's crazy. I I I I went back to it, but you you guys should listen to that because King's—he's lived a life, man. It's good to be the King. Apparently. Forty-five years of wrestling—that's—I that's don't know of knowledge. anybody else. Who's wrestled that long really. Cause he still wrestles. He does. Um, we'll come back to that. But we don't have to, we're on the news. No, I know. There's something I'm coming back to. Alright, I'm ready. If you're like me, I'm and like probably you, you and you don't get enough Paul Heyman, you can watch his new Yahoo Studio series, A Day in the Life of the Advocate. Interesting. No word yet on when it starts. Or the format. Or the format. Or the I mean, it's, it's going to be just basically following him around for a day. Now, is this a work or not a work? No word yet on that either. Interesting. Well, but the um, day in the life of the advocate, work or not, it's going to be great. It's Paul Heyman. When he's scripted, he's awesome. When he's unscripted, he's awesome. I don't think he's ever scripted. Not anymore. I, don't I think, think he just says what in. he wants. Mm-hmm. You can't script that. No, you can't. The guy's been doing it for years. That's, That's another up. person with a wealth of knowledge, training, under the learning tree, the likes of the Grand Wizard, Classy Freddie Blassie. All of them. In an interview recently, someone jokingly asked him what happened to that old cell phone that he had. He said he gave it to his kids in case they end up going bankrupt, they have something they can sell on eBay. Nice. I'm going to keep looking for that now. Okay, so I said I would come back to something. Let me just make sure I didn't overlook anything. I did not. Uh, TMZ broke the story on Thursday. Thursday. The Stinger is officially retiring from pro wrestling due to his neck injury. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. TMZ is reporting Thank you. that uh, Sting was diagnosed with cervical spinal stenosis, which I did bring up when I originally mentioned. I still didn't look it up. I probably can now, though. Um, leading several doctors to determine that it's too risky for him to ever get back inside the ring. So, <clears throat> it's safe to say that Seth Rollins officially ended Sting's career. Yep. Wow. And that's how they'll turn him back heel when he comes back. If he wants to. I think him coming back as anything but a face is ridiculous. I uh, 100% agree. Should I uh, look up the cervical spinal stenosis thing? Whatever you want, man. It's our show. We don't answer to anyone. We're the basement bookers. We do what we want to do. How we want to. Why we want to. Alright, so I'm quoting Wikipedia here. Cervical spinal stenosis is a bone disease... Involving the narrowing of the spinal canal at the level of the neck. It's frequently due to chronic degeneration, but may also be congenital. Treatment is frequently surgical, but... This thing's ready. See, there's a hill. He's ready on the other side of it, if you know what I'm saying. You feel that, kids? You feel that overwhelming pressure on the top of your skull? That's Rich the Riz dropping knowledge on your dome. Borrowed your reel in this elbow with that. Straight from the top, brother.
1: So Tag team maneuver.
0: What a maneuver. There you go. Cervical spinal stenosis. I'm not even going to try and say that three times fast. I'm not going to say it once. There you go. Uh, one more bit of news. Sort of a, a special news. Like, I, I, re- I honestly, I watched the first... I watched some of this Hogan trial. Didn't we? We, yeah. I'm I'm giving my perspective You can give your perspective Well you could say we Because we watched it together Okay We Acting like you did homework by yourself Yeah I don't do that Except when you tell me to Like last last week I know I'm sorry That's okay (laughs) Okay. Take your time man So we watched What was already published Of the trial And I was mocking it Because I saw a clip On YouTube A brief clip Of Hulk Hogan Sorry, Terry Bollea, talking about the difference between his penis and Hulk Hogan's penis. As discussed on Basement Booker's episode 106. Right. And so we watched more of it here, the bookers here in studio. And from what I saw, the the defense, I guess it's the defense, because Hogan's the the plaintiff. The defense attorney was trying to sort of corner Hogan, and it didn't seem like Hogan realized it. from From my point of view, it seemed like... He was trying to basically say, well, you're, if any time you're out in public, you're Hulk Hogan, you're not Terry Bollea, then guess what? You're Hulk Hogan now. Hulk Hogan and, and I, I, felt, I just felt like they were trying to trap him in something to get him to say something that couldn't be taken back and then would, they would use against him. To sort of defend Bubba the Love Sponge. Well, the, this is gross the suit I mean. is between Gawker and Hogan, though. Terry right. Bollea. Right, but H- but Hogan slash Bollea, whatever he wants to be called, was um, being asked a lot about his friendship with Bubba. And how the whole thing came about, and how the relationship, quote-unquote, with him and Bubba's wife started and everything. And I said to you, there's no, that, there's no way Hogan's winning this. You did, I remember you saying that. And here I am, eating my words. I'm glad I have a few tasty beverages to wash him down with, but the jury has sided with Hulk Hogan in his case against Gawker and awarded him $115 million in damages. Gawker will no doubt appeal the decision, and while they probably won't be liable for the full amount, it'll be at least $50 million just to appeal, and could force Gawker into bankruptcy or a sale. According to CNN, Hogan, who was dressed in all black, including a black bandana, cried when the verdict was announced. Because now he could pay his alimony. Hulk still can cry on demand. Long time in the business, brother. Here's the thing, man. Hulk Hogan is a lot of things. But one of the things he is, is a politician. Good yeah. luck trying to trap him with words. Good luck. It obviously didn't work out for Gawker, now did it. Brother. I don't, like, I didn't, I obviously didn't see the entire thing, so I don't it's know It's too where... long and boring. Yeah. I, was, I don't know where they dropped the ball, but... I don't know. I I, I just feel like an agreement could have been reached where Hogan said... Oh, maybe they tried. Hogan Hogan probably said, pay me this much for the the tape since it's me on the tape and you didn't get the tape from me. Right? And then I'll let you use it. And they probably said, no, we're just going to use it. Maybe. Is the argument that Hulk Hogan is his intellectual property? I don't think that was... Contested. Yeah, I'm not a lawyer. This is about as much as I want to give for to this topic. And it's so a good question. I ju- it, it just um, might not necessarily apply to the Gawker thing. Right? Like if it was Hogan versus Vince, absolutely. Right, right. Hulkamania, WrestleMania, sports entertainment mania. My God. <sighs> well, speaking of sports entertainment mania, we're on our way there. We're on the road. We're on the fast lane to WrestleMania, and we hit. A roadblock. Well, we went past the roadblock, but now we could—I guess we can finally talk about it, huh? Now we talk about the roadblock. Before we go into it, do we? I guess we'll grade it at the end. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, we didn't know all the matches. No, because there were a bunch of matches that just kind of happened. Um, like a house show would be. Like at a house show, even though you have certain matches on the on your program, mm-hmm. some just. Just happened. <clears throat> yeah. Which is kinda cool. Yeah, I was ha- I was whoa, Sami Zayn, oh shit. Oh, I love his music. Oh, it's great. Let's go. Da, 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 da. Some like you could select a playlist on the two K sixteen game mm. and when that song pops up I just I go with it. <laughs> I'll pop. I don't I don't think anyone can avoid it. It's infectious. It is. I I feel like it's not they don't appreciate it as much. I guess Monday's crowd, to me, didn't appreciate it as much. Well, Monday's crowd seemed like shit, honestly. Right. Mm. I I know we're going to talk about Roadblock, but I really despise, and this isn't about my vendetta that I don't have, Mm -hmm. which, one, Philip Brooks, formerly known to me as CM Punk, Mm -hmm. the CM Punk chants are stupid. He doesn't care about you. You're just doing nothing but being very rude to the performers in the ring, as I've always say, every time you jerk-offs do it. We get it. You miss your boyfriend. <laughs> You're going to have to wait until his back heals and he gets his UFC fight. Yeah. And that's all i got to say about that. <clears throat> Roadblock. Like, okay, just to... Talk about that for a minute because it, sure. it does it does warrant a bit of a conversation. In the past, I would defend and say they're speaking their mind, they want him back. At this point, it's been two years. I don't know. The longer it goes, the the less impact it'll actually have. Like at this point, I, I don't even know if they are annoying Vince anymore or whoever. They're just they're just annoying the fans of wrestling I feel like it makes us look bad as fans yeah and I know I've said this before the what chance are over it's done what exactly what stop man what I will choke you (laughs) ruins good promos but at the same time it does make the promo person involved fix their pacing right don't leave the hole for it. Yeah, like, it its it certainly is good to have a pace, but have a conversational pace. You don't want to just have a pace and leave a space just because you're trying to emphasize whatever word or idea you happen to just say. Yeah. Like, don't do what I just did at all. See, I could have wetted you, but I took I a high road. You did. You're taller. I feel like... This is an opportunity for Chris Jericho to get more heat and make them look stupid. But he doesn't need my help. Yeah, they were in Can they were in Toronto, and well, actually, the, the, the New Day opened the show, which was a lot of fun. They brought Budios, out- huh? Budios. They brought, brought out the Budios cereal. For a second, I thought it was actual cereal. But you got a shirt inside. I know, but and a co- collector's edition box. I found it quite humorous that Big E is the one eating the booty I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Our more mature listeners will get that one. Yes. So, New Day beat the League of Nations when Big E hit the big ending on Barrett. It was a combination of Barrett and Del Rio, correct? Yeah. uh, Yes. Hmm. Uh, Jericho mentions how Swagger beat him for the world title, and then Swagger erupted him, and... And tapped out to the walls. That was an interesting matchup. In that Jericho is the Canadian heel who decided to excommunicate himself from Canada. Yeah. And Jack Swagger doesn't it doesn't get any more real American American than Jack Swagger. That's right. We the people. We the people. I heard some Canadians going We the People. That confused me, but it's wrestling. You need a guy to come out there and just do I the job. Tor- I think Toronto is close enough that, you know, you could just, like, commute. Yeah. Just drive off. I mean, they bit. are the hat, right? Yeah, it's the hat. Um, I don't recall. Were there any USA chants? Because that would have been funny. I, think I, I couldn't tell you if there it, if it were. <laughs> so probably weren't. I would have uh, remembered that, I think. It, <coughs> it, would be, it wouldn't be USA. It would be, like, USA. USA. Yeah. US, eh? They're really chanting us, eh? Mm hmm. And, um, Jericho ripped up a Get Well Brett sign. Yeah, that's great. That was. I mean, he probably hates himself for doing it, but knew he got a lot of great. Oh, hate for no. It. Not. There's no hate, because the dude is a professional heel. That's one of the things that, um, I mean, we could talk a lot of crap about Jericho, mm-hmm. and. It's very easy for us to talk, talk crack about anyone. Yeah. We'll, we'll turn on you with a drop of a hat. Yeah, we have no one. loyalties to anyone but ourselves. Right. But there's no one else there who has no problem being a heel. No qualms. Mm-hmm. Does not care. Be the Dudley boys, too, as heels. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the man is one of the last true heels when they're a heel. It's true. There's, it's a hot topic among the IWC right now where um, people are talking about how there really aren't a lot of true heels because everyone wants to get the big spot. Everyone wants a nice, cool, flashy finisher. Everyone's everyone wants be cool. to be cool. Yeah. And you can't be cool and be a heel because if the fans think you're cool... You're not a heel. That means they like you. Like I, Okay, we like Kevin Owens because he's a real heel. When we go there, we boo the fuck out of him. Yeah, I do. I like because <laughs> we want him to be a heel. We want him to be bad. Be bad. We hate you. Boo! Yeah. In our heads, you're the best. Yeah, uh, it's 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 becoming something that's disappearing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's getting more gray. Can't deal with that. It's a lost art. Kevin Owens mm-hmm. could teach classes. Kevin Owens, uh, he also had, his look helped him. Interesting part of the Revival Enzo-Cast match, um, there was a blind tag between the Revival. No, okay, it, it was an attempted blind tag, but the member of the Revival that was on the outside, he was midway between the ring posts. So the ref called off the tag, said he's not legal because he has to be in the corner holding the tag rope. I don't know if you mentioned holding the tag rope, but Either way, um, the ref said, sorry, Michael Cole said the ref didn't see the tag, but I saw the ref see the tag and acknowledge that it wasn't a legal tag because he was in the middle of the apron. Get with it, Cole. I can't defend Michael Cole. Sorry. I tried. Yeah, you, I was looking for something. I, I saw you. I'm like... The wheels are spinning and it's like, no. hey, You gotta understand, you, you know, what, what do you expect Michael to, Cole to do? Call a wrestling match? When uh-huh. he's got a... Talk about WWE.com and what's happening in the world of entertainment? Mm-hmm. Do your job, Cole! Damn it. M- Morrow... Morrow would've. Just... Can we get a hashtag Morrow would've? Yes. We'll, we'll get to him when we talk about Smackdown. Football. But, uh... Yeah, man. I feel like I owe you an apology. For thinking that you're ridiculous. For thinking that Enzo and Cass would not win the NXT titles. I mm-hmm. was wrong. You were. That's how I won 5 That's right. Look, <clears throat> I like it better when there's a winner and a loser. This whole draw thing. Yeah. It ain't for me. Yeah. So, so now you're you throw it. I got it. <laughs> That's <laughs> how I keep my heat. <laughs> 2 out of 3 falls. 3 out of 5 falls. 5 out of, five out of 9 falls. 1. I have no idea what you know. Armbar. Arm <laughs> bar. Uh, so Natty de- dedicated her match to Uncle Brett so she could lose. Uh, there's that. Brace it. Why would she break a submission because Ric Flair's going nuts on an apron? I don't know. I don't understand. Stupid face mentality. It's. Not just... It's just dumb. You're getting crazy it's, over yeah, here. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a rule of wrestling. Yeah, I, you're a face in the ring in the middle of a match. You have your opponent, a heel that you're feuding with, presumably, in a submission. Heel manager or ally gets on the ring apron. You get up. You release the hold. It's a rule. It's a stupid rule. Okay. But, you know, it's, it's the face thing to do. I don't have a choice. As a face, you take on all comers. As a face... Even if they're not a participant? Right. You take him out so the ref is not distracted so that the ref will make the right call down the middle. Interesting. Because I'm thinking the longer the ref is not paying attention over there, I can keep the hold on. And her not tapping, she's going to stay in pain. Mm -hmm. Or she's still tapping and the ref's not acknowledging it, she's in even more pain. Mm She won with legs on the rope, right? Yep. Roll up. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine with me. I mean we as as soon as they said it's a Divas title match, yeah. There was no way they've taken the title off Charlotte to change the, the title picture. Yeah. Which we should probably talk about the Divas title soon. I have a little bit of basement booking I wanna do. Mm. Well we will get there. You want one now? I'll get you but one. Right I'm here. not sure how, how well it's gonna go with the drinking. Yeah, I don't know. You think it's like pop rocks and soda? I have no idea. Uh uh. Four loco and bootleg tums. It's the same thing. (laughs) It's brand recognition you're paying for. That's why they have the same exact shape bottle. Everything's the same. Except the label. (sighs) Four is actually gross after Red Bull. Yeah, I think I've never had. when I used to drink it was never with anything else but it. Smell it? No. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> so Bray talked before the match. Said Brock never conquered him, and he made a deal with the devil. And in doing so, he and Harper are going to slay the beast. And that's what didn't happen. Before I found out about his injury, mm-hmm. I was really bummed out. Not bummed out to like this whole thing sucks. I don't want to watch anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a little disappointing. Yeah. But, but Bray doesn't even get in the match mm-hmm. at, at all. <clears throat> It, 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 it was basically a singles match. Although suplexes to harbor though were pretty impressive because he's a big dude. It's Brock Lesnar. But Pro- it's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh Sammy beat Stardust with the haluva kick, which why isn't it hell of a, it's a hell of a it's a hell of a kick. Yeah. Nice little play on words. That's what I th- always thought it was. Uh and as we expected, the main event was a war. Ambrose focused on the leg the whole time, tried a figure four and a sharpshooter. Pedigree came right after Ambrose, put himself through the announce table, trying to drop an elbow. Yeah. Instead of being counted out, went in to finish the fight, yep. only to answer to a pedigree. Right. So, I'm definitely okay with that finish. Did it make Ambrose look weak at all? Definitely a match that Dusty Rhodes would have been proud of. The epitome of a dusty finish. Right, because I, f- I forgot about that we false forgot finish. about that, right? Um... What had happened was, if you didn't see the cock block, I mean the roadblock, well this was Ambrose's cock block in a way. Watching that, to watch that main event is worth the whole show. Yeah. Which is why I gave the show a solid A for myself. Mm-hmm. Because of the main event. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So go ahead and watch it. But if you haven't seen it, what happens at some point, or if it's, whatever, it doesn't matter. Here's a spoiler. I mean, it's all spoilers if you haven't seen it, right? I guess. Right? I Sure. Okay. So... Ambrose had Triple H pinned. Ref counts 3 and then rather than calling for the bell, he immediately waves it off so so the timekeeper doesn't ring the bell and says Ambrose's foot was under the rope. I thought that was a great call. It showed that he was aware. He realized he just realized it too late because of course, you know you're only human. One, two, three, but it's like one, two, three, ah oh, shit he's under the rope. Nope. I thought I heard the word replay used. That the ref saw a replay. I don't know, because it was immediate. Oh, okay. The the, the bell did not ring to end the match. Alright, good. Cause JBL was talking about one day that there was there's no replays in this. And well, I think J, JBL was trying to make the point that the ref counted the three. That's it, that's the end of the match. It doesn't matter. Right. What happens after that. Yeah, so... But that's regulation, though. That's, right. But the ref did count to three, but the ref did not call for the bell. Now, my question... It's the calling for the bell that ends the match, not the three count. So, what is this? Is this... A. Good officiating. B. As JBL said on commentary, Triple H has good, great ring awareness, or C, it has to be both, right? I think more A, because Ambrose could have tucked his legs had he realized. If anything, it's more Ambrose's slight lack of ring awareness. Or just say lack of ring awareness. Right. Because Because JBL was saying Triple H could have kicked out, but he didn't want to because he knew it wasn't where he was in the ring. Right. Now I the I don't think the camera was in any sort of position to see where Triple H was looking. He would have to see whether Ambrose's feet are under the rope. Now that means his head's gonna be turned. Like you could turn your eyes, but when you turn your eyes I mean like I have a decent sized nose. Triple H has a big nose. You're only like at best you're gonna have one eye's view of his feet under the rope. When you're only using one eye, you have zero death perception. Right. So he's not going to know whether it's what's under the rope or not. But I wasn't thinking in so a visual... So he has visual, to actually turn his head. I wasn't thinking in a visual sense. Like, mm-hmm. he's that experience where he naturally knows without seeing where he is in the ring. The argument for that would have been De- that... Wait a second. You're right. You're right. Because how does he know how extended Dean Ambrose's leg is? Bingo. Right. Okay. I was going to say... That argument would have been valid had Triple H been closer to the rope. And Ambrose actually had been tucked, but still under the rope. Like Triple H at that point would have been saying to himself, there's no way he's not under the rope. Right. See at this point, like I think they might have been a little off the mark. Ambrose, if you if you if you watch it back, he kinda looks like he was stretching to get his foot under the rope. He's like, oh, shit, I gotta be under the rope. Well, it looked this? like he was, like, super excited a little bit. Yeah. As he was, you know, the, the Ambrose pin. Yeah, which is, which is a good way to play it off as not him not stretching to get his foot under the rope because was not supposed to be there, but it is supposed to be there. Right. Great main event. Um, Triple H barely made it out of the ring afterwards. Yeah. He was, like, on his ass. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how you do it right there. Uh, I hope everybody was paying attention to that. Yeah, that's how you beat someone and make them look great at the same time. Yeah, you get them over without them going over. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, man. I hate <coughs> on Triple H a lot. Mm-hmm. I had for many years, but the dude's a professional, and he knows how to help out, and he did. He did Ambrose a favor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that match, I definitely give an A+. Uh, the pay-per-view itself. Um, I'll agree and say, well, probably give it an A-. minus. A little bit of room for improvement. And not so much that... Um, it's just that the feel of it, like, really, there was one match on the card. Okay, there were two matches people wanted to see. There was the main event... And it was the Brock Bray match. I thought it was a good wrestling show. I I do think it was a good wrestling show. Um, Again, I like if if I'm going to watch something, I want it to mean something. This guy Ambrose over. As far as the rest of the card, the only other thing that happened is the WWE universe, the the fans of the main roster got a first look at his own cast. And they, were, and they were feeling it. They were feeling that yeah. cast. They, were, they knew everything. Mm-hmm. What exactly the certified G, bona fide stud, mm-hmm. you know, can't teach that, all that stuff. Yep. They were going along with it, so... Then again, Canadian fans are really good at wrestling. Fanning. Generally. Generally. a, hey. yeah. Alright, so that is... That was the roadblock. I won 5-4. Um, we both picked Charlotte, by the way. Because um, that was announced earlier in the day. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I said that you you got to be out of your mind to think that uh, she's not walking out of that for the winner. But um, the one thing I wanted to discuss, and that is, I feel like... The Divas title itself is corrupt. Now, bear in mind, Nikki Bella, when she won the Divas title, she was a heel. Yes. She dropped the belt to Charlotte, who was a face. And then turned heel. Then Charlotte turned heel. Mm hmm. Now, I feel like when Charlotte drops the belt to Sasha, which is going to be after Sasha pins Becky, Mm -hmm. because you're going to do the rematch. (laughs) she'll <laughs> get her rematch against Sasha at the pay-per-view after Mania, mm-hmm. which is payback? Vengeance? No, it's payback. payback. That, you're, you're like cause, asking. You keep telling me. Because Mania used to... Backlash used to be after Mania, and there is no more backlash. It's payback. Oh, okay. But anyway. It's fucking 12 pay-per-views a year. I can't keep track. I know, right? Sometimes 13. <laughs> Fuckers. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Oh, yeah. So, I'm thinking... Sasha turns heel. Sasha's not a face. She's not a heel She's either. a tweener. I don't know. She's, she's a, a gets... good tweener. She gets a face pop. Not for anything she does. Well, it's hard to tell now. Everything's so great. Is that but... a mulatto joke? No. <laughs> <But> for all intents <laughs> and purposes, I believe she's a face. That's my opinion. <laughs> she's against Team Bad, which your heels. Mm-hmm. We'll get to them. But... I think Sasha turns heel, and then eventually, when Bailey comes up to the main roster, which she will, and fuse with, with Sasha for the Divas title, she will be incorruptible. And maybe somehow we can work it where they just ditch the Divas title and have an actual women's championship. Because you think of the word Diva, right? Oh, I know. I, Think of the word "diva." I know. Like it, it, when when they use that word to describe like a, a actress or like a singer or whatever, it's like they're they're too good for everyone. They're hot shit, and uh, they're eel. difficult to deal with. Yeah. That's the title itself. It's mm. like a cursed object okay. that needs to be destroyed. Talked <coughs> to a trash can, if you will. That's definitely an interesting angle, right? And of um, course, Bailey, although has her, her ferocious side, mm-hmm. does she? she's not... She'll, she'll never be a heel. Uh, yeah, I can't see it. I mean, I could see it. It wouldn't be... like. I feel like it wouldn't necessarily be difficult just because she's so loved now. She just has to say, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm in it for me. And that's it. She's a heel. Right. But she wouldn't do that. I don't think she would. There would be no point in doing that. That's like... Turn, that's worse than turning Cena heel. That's like a bad thing. She sells a lot. F- like, I'm really curious how much merch she sells as opposed to everyone else because her shirts and shit are everywhere. Dudes. Wear it. Kids. Everybody, pretty much. Like, if I had money to just throw around, I'd have Bailey shirts. <laughs> that was the roadblock. That was the roadblock. So, so the the divas and the women—that's done. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't know. Um. So who would, who would the d- division be? The four horsewomen: Naomi, Natty. I don't see Brie being there for long. She won't be. She was like, um, I read an interview. She said Daniel's got crazy baby fever. Okay.
1: Which so
0: I'm like, yes, yes. Right. 20 years until a great wrestler. Indeed. Uh, or environmentalist. Uh, so, is Paige? Mm-hmm. Oh, Paige. Yeah. Very. <laughs> by the way, I feel like it's being overlooked. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, you you said she's just filming Total Eva, and told either, then I'm just like, well. Well, she wrestled on SmackDown. Yeah. And got laid out by Lana, uh-huh. who hasn't wrestled a day in her life. She trained. I'm not a fan. Of her as a performer. I don't mind her... As a manager. Cause mm-hmm. I think she's great at that. But I... Am not gonna... I'm gonna save my judgment... For the upcoming... WrestleMania match that might happen. Okay. Because it looks like they're teaming her... With Naomi and Tamina who... Apparently need a third person. Would they, I don't know why they need a third. They should change the name of that team though... From Bad? Yeah, from Team Bad to Team Oreo. Ha! <laughs> you know you didn't think of that. Oh, no. No, no, I didn't. But now I'm thinking of that. Now I'm like, well... Yeah, I, I'd watch that. And, you know, I'm just... Right. Anyway. uh, I It's neither here nor there. Allegedly. I gotta cut that shit out. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think of the possibility of... What would it be? Page teaming with Brie, I guess, because Lana's also messing with her. Mm-hmm. So, Lana, Brie, there's gotta be a third person. Maybe Alicia Fox, since she's always with Brie yeah. anyway. Yeah. And they got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Unless Nikki comes back from Mania. That'd be cool. I doubt it. Yeah. She's... Mm. Wow, no Cena this year and no Nikki this year. <coughs> no Randy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no bunch of people. In Germania. In Germania. So, uh, what do you think about that possible match? The fact that there's going to be two Divas matches. Of course, they're all multiple, like, diva matches. Not one of them is a one-on-one. But just, I, I say we take what we can get. Just get them all in the car. Not for nothing. Paige. Not Paige. Charlotte, Becky, Sasha. That's money. It's potential to be a very good match. I'm going to wait until it actually happens. I'm predicting right now. Okay. Charlotte takes the first nap. Easily. Yeah. Because then you're going to have it where there's a possibility she might walk away with it by them destroying each other. Mm -hmm. And you want the baby face to... Whichever the face is, (coughs) that wins it to be... Uh... Weaker, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Make the comeback, because that's... I didn't realize Sasha's undefeated on Raw. Me neither. I think it's Raw and SmackDown, which hasn't yeah. been pinned. since. Um, hasn't been roster. pinned or submitted. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Did you keep that going. That's good. Look, wins and losses matter. See? <clears> Sometimes, <throat> when they feel like it does... Mm-hmm. <coughs> what do you think of that Dolph Ziggler-Triple-H match? By the way, before, before we move on to that... If I may. Sure. Um, there was a Five Things this week. Hosted by uh, Kyle Edwards. And it was actually ended up being Six Things. See how much of this I remember. It was five superstars and divas. Six, because one of them was a tag team. That are undefeated at WrestleMania. AJ Lee. Legion of Doom. That's tag team sets, too. Um, Smash. From Demolition. Michael Cole. Michael Cole wasn't on the list. Interesting. Um, I I don't remember the other two though. I'm I can't think of anybody. Yeah, that's no, okay. Uh, Trish. Right. So Trish won two WrestleManias in a row. Um, I don't remember the last one. And it's not important. I just found that really interesting. And especially that they highlighted AJ Lee. Yeah, that's fascinating. They don't they don't leave her out of stuff. <clears throat> I mean, she existed. Yeah. they they're, they're not dicks to her. Mm -hmm. She didn't leave on bad terms as far as I know. Yeah. Okay. Back on the rails. Uh, We were talking about Triple H and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, the stipulation being that if Dolph Ziggler beat Triple H, he'd get any match he wanted at Wrestlemania with the the exception of the World Heavyweight title match. Yeah. Um, In which we saw the return of your boy Roman Reigns. Yeah, and that was the whole brawl on everything. What do you think about that? <coughs> Very good brawl. Um, saw Engler get hurt. I actually saw him hobble off because um, it was a point. It was like it was just before Reigns broke the TV over his back. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a wall, and you saw one of the referees just trot off to hide behind the wall. That was Engler because he had just gotten Case thrown in his shin. Um, very good brawl. Interesting that refs really, like, at ringside, refs tried to break it up, but once it got backstage, they left it to Swagger, Mark Henry, and Usos. Yeah, well, Charles Robinson got shoved for his trouble. Yeah, he did. He's been getting tossed around a bit lately, isn't he? Is he the one that got shoved? By okay. Jericho, there was a yeah. reason for that, because Neville got hurt but there was a quick way out of the match. Yes, there was that. Also, a couple uh, a couple weeks ago, when Triple H beat down on Roman, a ref got tossed. I think that was Robinson too. I don't. I can't confirm or deny. Yeah, I don't remember because it was a long time ago. It was three weeks ago, ago, it's a long time. It's a long time for basement bookers. <coughs> um, good brawl. Um, now I know what happens when you break an LCD TV over someone's back. That was a pretty big one, pretty pretty deep, so it's probably pretty old. And they're like, oh, we don't need this anymore. So, who's the heel in that? Triple H. Triple H just wrestled a match. Mm-hmm. So- <coughs> and Roman runs in. To get revenge for almost being taken out of me. Right. But Triple H stands his ground. As opposed to. Triple H is a different kind of heel but he's still the bad guy. Yeah, Triple H and is, is Trip Roman Reigns looks like he's taking advantage. You know what I mean? I do. Triple H <coughs> I guess you got to catch a guy like Triple H unawares, right? Well, you see, it's it's just because Triple H is not the type to back down, Heal or not. Really not now. I was gonna say, there's a lot of network footage we can go through. There is, but he did eventually start running away, though. Yeah, like like he was ta- running away from a horror movie villain. Yeah, because he's like throwing things, yeah. and it was pretty great. I liked that, like that when Roman threw the case at his head. Yeah, that was good. I, I wonder if that was hard way. Maybe. I don't know why didn't just why it had to do go that far. I couldn't just put him to a table? But I guess he had to, H had to get some color. Color means blood, and hard way means for reals cut. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Uh, yeah, it was good. I guess the argument could be made that Roman was like really angry. Yeah, because he, he had f- to have his nose surgically, re- his face altered. surgically reconstructed. Apparently, yeah. nose nice job. Yeah, so. <sighs> I think the big news item of the night was the passing of the torch. Barbie. Yeah. That's uh, Mick Foley's Cactus Jack's barbed wire baseball bat. That's definitely not real barbed wire. No. But that street fight's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, that's real barbed wire like their wooden painted metal ladders. Now here's the thing. That means we've got to get some. Uh, there's got to be. You can't have a barbed wire bat without some blood, right? Unless he never connects with it. Which would suck. They, they, they. He has to connect with it. They can't. They can't hype. They can't have that happen. And it's it's an interesting, it's an interesting trend, where like it's really old school ECW crowd. That likes barbed wire and blood. You ask me, if I'm if I'm going to fight someone, and I have a choice between a crowbar the size of the crowbar that Ambrose had, or a bat wrapped in barbed wire, I'm going with the crowbar. Yeah. Like, sure, someone... Like, the barbed wire bat will hurt. The crowbar will injure. It was nice of uh, Dean Ambrose to let Brock Lesnar know he had a crowbar before he got in the ring, though. <coughs> Good sportsman, that guy. Yeah. It's like, oh, by the way. Yeah, it's like, he's gonna come kill me, but mm. I guess I can back him off. Yep. Get back. Get back, I got a crowbar. Yeah. I'll. I'll pry your hubcap off. Ah, right off your head. I feel like this is leading to Ambrose having his Foley moment. <coughs> Now is that going to be at this or is it going to be at? It's going to be at TLC mania C or it's going to be T-Rolls. at mania because that's, that, that's the stipulation. That's, that's the big match.: Yeah. so I thought that he was going to hand him a sack of thumbtacks. I hope there's thumbtacks at mania. I don't think Brock you will do thumbtacks. You Oil don't glass. think Brock will do thumbtacks? No. I think Brock will do thumbtacks if there's enough money. I guess pay the same amount. They'll probably have to bribe him for it. I don't give know. him another briefcase. Goodbye. <coughs> you got a, the, the bells and whistles. But I do see, I do see Brock using the barbed bat on Dean Ambrose. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Ambrose is definitely gonna show what he's made of. I'm (coughs) I'm just curious how it's gonna appear. What they're gonna do to make it seem like Ambrose actually has a chance. I don't see Ambrose winning, do you? No. Okay. He doesn't have to. He just has to get made. But then that'll be two relatively major losses in a row. But here's the thing. With the way you're building Brock Lesnar... Do you have Dean Ambrose beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? No. You know, that's a big... (coughs) Like, I... Me, I am a huge fan of Dean Ambrose. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I just... I'm trying to be realistic... Cause I'm really tired of being disappointed. Yeah. So I, I I keep I keep the bar at a relatively safe height. You know what I mean? It's well, I could step over that exactly. It's just it's a lot easier on my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I try not to get myself <coughs> too emotionally invested anymore. Yeah, it's it's very difficult for me. Mm. I get so angry. My aunt used to have a. She used to be in a, a football pool, and her partner, huge Giant fan, would always bet on the Giants and always lose. So she would always, like they ended up breaking up their partnership just because you're losing points. That's literally leaving money on the table. Can't go with your heart. You got to go what you think is going to happen. Right. Like I wanted Brock to win against Taker, but. We didn't even discuss it. It's like, no, Taker's going to win. Exactly. It's like, and I quote, are we really having this conversation? (laughs) I did say that, and I own it to this very day. Mm -hmm. That was what, episode five or something? Yeah, whatever. Episode whatever of the Baseball Bookers podcast. You know what? Listen to him let us know. Yeah, check it out. Is that it for all? Shane showed some uh, good quickness that we knew he already had. What? those punches were shit, sure, they were shit. they were quick. Did you catch his fuck ups too? like he was yeah. tripping straight Literally. up, and Literally. it's like the Shane train has sailed. His reaction was barely there this time. It's rough, like the like I read that especially the Vince Shane taker segments, they're getting reworked like up until they go on. It was great that taker went from Vince too, yeah. Because so. he has to show that he's not the puppet. Meanwhile, why is he having this match? It's just because, oh, here's an opponent. I need to destroy you. It's WrestleMania. Anybody that stands in his way at Mania, he's going to destroy them. <clears throat> Unless the it name is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I, I just think... I'd say it, but the longer it goes, and especially with an angle like this, it's a, it's kind of a it's a weak... Angle, only because other than defending his WrestleMania reputation, if we can't say streak, we can certainly say his reputation and his WrestleMania legacy, there's no reason for Taker to be in this match. Here's the thing. But he is a heel. I don't know. He's a heel. The fact of the matter is, Mm -hmm. as far as we know, even if he is the dead man, mm-hmm. the dead man has bills, and <coughs> Vince is his check. Yep. So that's all I think. You gotta get paid. There you go. NXT. We had the on-screen debut of Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes, yeah, so was going to be Sami Zayn's opponent. On the Friday of WrestleMania week. Yes, and I am hyped. I'm hyped for that shit. No, not a hype person, but I am hyped. I was going to say, He ain't hype. No. Nah. I really like that part. <sighs> Don't put Mojo over. I have to. Don't. I have to. When he's like, He ain't hype. Yeah, hi. That was great. That's, great. That's great. That's great audience participation. I love that stuff. I like that. I don't care. His energy is great. It's infectious. And I'm the heel. Are you? Yes. Basement chair is a heel. Everybody knows that, brother. Yeah. Uh. Saw so the Champa Sorensen match? Didn't care. What about that? That was an interesting spot where uh, Champa had Sorensen... Sorensen was on the second rope facing outward on the, on the, in the corner. Okay. Ciampa did something where he pulled Sorensen's head down, sort of like through his legs and trapped like the back of his head against the turnbuckle. Okay. And did a running knee into his head. It looked like he really, he really hit him, like, I don't, full on with his knee. Yeah. But I don't know what the reason for that was. So he can't move. I guess. Also, I guess, keep in mind, he's working the broken neck. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Zima Ion broke his neck. <coughs> and TNA's like, oh, that's great. You're recovered. See ya. Yo, do you hear they have a new champ? Yeah, I don't care. Do I care? It's Drew Galloway. I don't know if I care. You like Drew Galloway. I think... Because I've been... He was in a triple threat match with Jeff Hardy and Matt. He yeah. cashed in his uh, briefcase. I was... Oh, so he turned a singles match into a triple threat? With a briefcase? It's interesting, right? Yeah. It's original. Yeah. So... Like, I've been following. Not watching, but following what they're doing. And they, they, they're flip-flopping with everything. It's, Rockstar Spud turned heel. He slammed the cage door on EC3. Who's a face? I hate Rockstar Spud. I hate his name. I hate the fucking bow tie. I hate his hair. I hate his face. Did I mention I hate his name? Yes. Maybe not during this episode, but... I think I it was the first thing I said. That's why it's sort of a... Just me being redundant. I hate his name. I hate him. He sucks. You had too much hate in your heart, bro. What about you and Grado? I don't hate him. One fall, bro. (coughs) One fall. That's all I gotta say. You know what Grado's doing? Living the life? He's doing his thing, man. Mm. He's He's not built to, you know... But he's doing his thing. Yeah. That's all. We have... New number one contenders for the NXT Tag Titles. Yeah, it was definitely a no-brainer. At NXT Dallas, you will see American Alpha take on the Revival for the Tag Team Championships of the NXT. (coughs) And of course, my pick will be American Alpha. Bank on that. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Dude, that high-angle suplex on Aiden English by uh, our buddy over there, Gable, yeah, was ridiculous. I think Aiden oversold that a little. Like, I think he jumped too much, and that's why he almost died. I thought it was perfect. <clears throat> Just, that match alone is worth watching this week's episode of NXT. And Asuka is the number one contender for the women's title. Wait, that's this weekend. Isn't that going to be at TakeOver Dallas? What are you talking about? American Alpha versus... Yeah, I said that. So what are you saying is, is going to be worth seeing on this week's NXT? The match that we're talking about, American Alpha oh. versus the Vaught Villains, is oh. worth watching this week's episode of NXT. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were you talking about You did take your drink, J.C. I because I gave it to you. You saw me. I did. I don't know what to do with you. I'm going to have to... Pedigree. It's been something. a week since I drank, and the Four Locos hit me nice. Okay? It is, I'm, I'm proud of you to admit that it's, it's hitting you nice. It's Thank funny. you. You didn't even crack open your belly. No, nope, so. um, I, I have... It's going to be a long night. Like I got like a third left. Okay. Uh. <coughs> but yeah, before you rudely interrupted me by trying to confuse me... I was confused. Which normally would have worked. Oscar mm-hmm. is the number one contender for the Women's Championship. Yes. At NXT... That happened last week. No, this week she he said it. They oh, won they the made tag it. team match. You're right. You're right. They made it official. This week, that yeah, it was a tag match: Hoskins Bailey versus uh, Eva and Naya. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. I'm I'm a lot excited about that card. Big card. Joe versus oh. Balor. <coughs> tag team title match. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, so on SmackDown we had Dolph vs. Miz. I feel like we've seen this match a dozen hundred times or so. Now, you made reference on Twitter that it was, the it's like Rock Austin. I feel like it's the mid-card version of Rock Austin. Now, someone on Twitter took it the wrong way and yelled at me for putting Miz in the same sentence as Rock and Austin. Now, I will defend Miz any day of the week, um... A few years ago, I called him the most improved wrestler. Like, back when he was a team with Jomo, like, we really saw him emerge. And he got very good. And... uh, Oh, excuse me. To this day, he is used as a really, really good heel for an upcoming face to work against. That's how they've perpetually been using him. It kind of does make him look weak on screen. But you know what? That you know, he, he doesn't have to look strong. He's there to help make other guys. Look, the guy was on freaking real world and lost tough enough. Yeah. He's been the world he's been the WWE champion. He beat John Cena in a main event at WrestleMania. Yep. So that doesn't he's not no one. Right. Okay? Uh yeah. Give him a reward for most improved. Mm-hmm. I own a Miz t shirt, which thank you, you got me for my birthday. You're so I'm not a Miz hater by any means. But wouldn't you say it's more closer to Cena Orton? If you want to. Because well, I'm okay. only going to say this mm-hmm. because as awesome as Miz is, mm-hmm. he may not be Rock Austin awesome. But maybe Cena Orton is a better <coughs> comparison. But again, I only reference that because... As in the we, amount of matches. Right. That's all I was focusing on. This tool that I looked at his tweets, all he does all day is shit on The Miz. Like, that's all he has time for. I wonder if that's an account made by The Miz to shit on himself. I don't know. It could be. But I mean, he does other things too. He talks about basketball or some shit. But either way... He really focused on the whole Miz thing. He's like, oh, I hate him. And I'm like, all right, you hate the heel. He must be doing a good job. That's all I'm saying. But the point I wanted to make is we've seen it a thousand times already. True that. But unlike Rock Austin, Miz versus Dolph, not a whole lot of memorable spots or matches or moments. Like, it hasn't really... I I don't think it's been a feud. I think they're just like, oh, we have have 15 minutes to kill here. Uh, Miz doing anything? No. Dolph doing anything? No. Put him in there. Well, Miz and Dolph had good chemistry. So, (coughs) they're gonna have good matches. That's that's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. I agree. I'm just saying. I see it a lot. I hear you. Like Rock Austin. I'll watch any fucking day of the week. Well, you know what, Booker Universe? I think you know where to find us by now. But if you don't... If you got your friends listening and they're like, Where can I get this? Where can I get this awesome audio information and stuff? Where can I get this? Well, we're on Stitcher. basic Booker's. iTunes. basic Booker's. Stitcher, make it sounds better. iTunes, if you subscribe... You'll just get it automatically when we upload sometime tomorrow, maybe tonight. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Follow us on Twitter. He's at BasementJair. Just the way it sounds. I'm at Richleriz. Just the way it sounds. We are at Hey, guess what? Basement Booker's. There's also Face Basement Booker's Facebook. Yes, we post links. We do stuff. It's a little wacky every now and then. What did we have last week? We had. The Rock Triple H uh, thing from the 15th yeah. anniversary of SmackDown. Yeah, that was great. It's classic. That's as one you... of the best promos ever. That's great. <coughs> remember, guys, it's base bit jerk, but without the K. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I, can't I, can send that. <laughs> I am not a jerk. No, not you. I just play one on the podcast. There you go. And remember, as I said earlier. The match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count, and do what the man says.